What is up, y'all? This is your fellow Radical Mover and host, Jessica Laura. This podcast is going to move you so deeply and so richly. We'll be specifically exploring chronic illness and its relationship with and to trauma. We'll be talking about movement and expressive movements in the body and how we can learn to understand our nervous system in order to tap into the unhidden and unspoken language of the body. Because when we start to do that, we start to awaken this most vibrant and magnetic self, even within and with all the pain and the experiences of chronic illness, you are being asked today to step into your truth and to who you really are. So keep listening and I hope you enjoy. Hello friends, I'm so happy to reconnect with you. I just really want you to hear the stones and the ocean. It is such a beautiful morning actually, you know, it's not sunny, Um, it's kind of overcast but there's a bit of a freshness in there. And funnily enough, I'm creating this podcast, actually purely for me and I know that sounds maybe selfish I'm like oh there's no direction but what I found throughout my journey is that using my throat and actually talking and allowing the wisdom to pour through gracefully and slowly and timely is what brings me back into regulation And the reason why I am so conscious of this is because I'm also so consciously aware of when I become dysregulated. And I think what will be really potent today to talk about, actually, is kind of this aspect of environmental stimulation, hypervigilance, symptoms, if you are experiencing chronic illness and symptoms, hormonal and gut imbalances, if maybe you're experiencing histamine issues, stem cell, not stem cell, um, mast cell, and also mold issues, you know, I mean, my perspective on it is that it's all related to our emotional world, our inner world, where the way that we communicate with ourselves is how ourselves then respond to our bodies, what's going on in our bodies, and our environment, and so, Something about me um, is that I I finished uni. I say I finished. I quit uni. <laughs> bye bye. I quit uni because um, I was drained. It, it was not serving, and it was the best decision I've ever made. But also as well, that was scary, and it brought up a lot of fear and insecurity, right? And so over those few months where I was in an accommodation where I was surrounded by that outer stress and in that environment. I decided to remove myself from it and so that's what I did and it was the best and most loving thing I could have done for myself and I went home and I always say this that like you know we're 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 creating a home within you know that's our ultimate goal and when my ultimate goal and when my mentor once said to me oh it's not necessarily always about your environment it's also about the home that you have within I was like what do you want about like fuck off (laughs) Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to create a home in my body. Like, what are you on about? Like, and this was really coming from that fixing 
mindset that like I wasn't enough I wasn't my body wasn't capable my body didn't have what she needed and so when I then started working inside I started looking inside truly allowing myself to be guided in such a a loving way and a very supportive way I started to realize I started to notice how my environment and my inner world were working together and so I was like so scared of mold for years in my chronic illness journey not something that many people are very aware of is that like mold illness is is real like it's a real thing but when you've been so traumatized and living in such a depleted state for a long time whether that's physically emotionally um spiritually whatever that that hook that kind of like need to escape one's body becomes like an external behavior of like no environment is safe for me like I have to close myself in and every time I have a symptom it's this and that and that means therefore that I have to run away I have to fix it I have to do 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 I can't sit in it because that would make me useless that would make me weak that would make mean that I succumb to it that means I actually allow myself to trust my body and trust the journey you know it's very very woven and so when I went home it was such a different experience for me because I have really recreated this capacity to hold space for myself even in some very uncomfortable conversations in uncomfortable living situations and you know what I really want to get across here is that like love with parents is usually very complicated and if we've come from a background where our parents have been living in trauma living in depleted states um living within a very dysregulated nervous system taking antidepressants without support not getting the mental and physical support they need not having a partner you know blah blah blah, all those like real kind of aspects of parenthood that you as a child desire sorry for ambulance if we don't necessarily have that if we don't have the things that make us feel safe as a child we start to really close down we start to enter into states of freeze and fawn we start to disconnect from the world we start to um unrecognize our needs we start to enter into situations that we don't even know if they're unsafe or not because we're distinctly following an urge and a desire that comes from a place of dysregulation of pain of wounding of unattunement and it can feel very very messy (laughs) and then when you start looking into and doing the research about nervous system health and chronic illness and you know, the inner child um, work, I suppose, or inner child guidance that every fucking human needs on this planet in order to make the planet feel abundant again and alive and thriving. Uh, Not all these fucking diet movements and God knows what else. 
<clears throat> when we actually start looking into it, we can make it extremely complicated. So I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be complicated, nor does it have to be this perfectly linear, abundant, quote unquote, like, like happy flow all the time. Because like, your parents, that you love your parents, there's no denying that, like, you can't just switch yourself off, like, if you've grown up with your parents, they've been with you your entire lives, you just can't cut that off, it takes a gradual process of cutting, I suppose, unhooking, creating boundaries, all those things, really, and it can be rather painful, and so during the lockdown last year, I moved away from the conversations and the connections that didn't serve but I didn't say that it was forever I knew it was going to be temporary it was what I needed at the time and I knew that the anger and the resentment I felt in my entire being would shift because I devoted my time to that I allowed myself the timeline that I needed in order to process and come to terms and accept what has been so I then as I keep saying, I went back home and I could hold so much more space. I didn't feel as triggered. I wasn't doing things out of spite. I wasn't doing things that people please. And I was able, I'm finally able to get the rest that I needed. You know, leaving uni, you know, I felt so dysregulated during COVID. I really entered into dorsal. But dorsal really taught me that actually what I'm doing, and if anyone that doesn't know what dorsal means, it's where we enter into that freeze state, that freeze or fawn state where we start to disconnect and where we start to maybe feel more symptomatic or more numb or more closed off in the world where we've become very heightened in ourselves and kind of self-consumed really we don't really necessarily give a fuck about anybody else I know that being very well and so I went through that but dorsal taught me significantly that my body was preparing for a great change And I think that's the most beautiful and radical shift that you can bring into yourself when you're experiencing maybe really severe dysregulation, trauma, health issues, is that maybe, maybe, or I'm not saying maybe, your body is working for you, is guiding you, not going against you. Every time you have some sort of feedback, every sort of reaction or response that you have, whether it's pleasant or not, it's, it's, your body is not going against you. Your body is not trying to destroy you. Or, uh, you know, like, you know, it's like we've been fed by the medical industry. No way. Your body is working really, really hard right now to, to guide you back into a place of ease and I say homeostasis, but just balance, you know? And when we have that perspective, you can then re-enter, I suppose, into environments where you may have to, like, retest the ground. You may have to go home for a bit when you're making, like, really big changes, when you're deciding to make a radical change in your life and move away from a job or a relationship that doesn't serve. And the most beautiful thing about this entire journey is that when I look at that over my university experience, I needed that time in order to create space so then I could then heal in a way that was for me on my timeline that that was completely in alignment with me my process of awakening my body of feeling alive again and 
then being able to go back home and being able to see the person that brought me up who who has always loved me and adored me but doesn't know how is truly transformational it really is it you know and I think that when you feel that even if their actions don't necessarily reflect that but you feel it because you're such a connected and compassionate being you can make so much more wise and intentional choices so for example I was at home I was at home for uh, nearly a few months and I reached my threshold because I then started to enter into the people pleasing. I then started to enter into the expectation. I then started to reignite the wounding that was quite painful. I then started to feel the overwhelm in my nervous system and the imbalance. And instead of being like and projecting, even though sometimes I probably did for a little bit, you know, we all have our, our human, very human moments. And of course, as well, like my inner child still gets pissed off and still, you know, feels unheard and slightly abandoned like that. That's okay. Like, you know, I can have those moments. I can have those feelings and know that I can keep myself safe and love myself. It's about making the actions that align with what's best for you. And so in those moments, I was like, I actually want to go back to Brighton. I planned to go back. Things had changed. Money was coming in in different ways. Um, but you know, when I hit that threshold that day, I was like, right, it's time to go back, time to go back to see my friends and reconnect with an environment that I felt really disconnected from from such a long time because of all the fucking pressure and the stress of university. Brighton became this place that I started to resent because I wasn't making choices that were in alignment with my body. I was pushing, I was forcing, I was... I don't know, God knows what I was doing. And, you know, I don't regret it at all because I've created so much inner space for myself during that time. My my chronic illness journey could have literally turned out so fucking differently. I could have ended up, I don't know, I could have ended up taking so many drugs. I could have ended up being really depleted and undernourished again. You know, there were so many ways that it could have gone, but it went this way, Right. And I see it really as divine and guided and meant to be because otherwise, like, I don't know where I would be, you know. And so then coming back to Brighton, which has, like, been really interesting is that I've literally been fucking busy every day, every day. And this fucking pandemic, you know, stripped us away of the social aspect of everything. It made the human existence so difficult because all we want in this lifetime is connection of some sort. Even if you are in dorsal, when you become aware of your biology, when you become aware of your, you know, your primal instincts, when you become aware of your nervous system health, you start to realize that when you're in the company of genuine and supportive human beings, symptoms ease, the body eases, the mind eases, the symptoms start to become less of the focus and actually the conversation starts to become clearer attacked by seagull go away seagull bloody hell these things are bastards anyway so then why did the seagull distract me <laughs> i fucking hate them <laughs> piss off oh i know um right 
so yeah we're in the company of self-judging human beings we start to realize you know we start to basically the fog starts to lift and we start to feel a sense of more clarity because our system feels safe for whatever reason guys like we must understand that we need connection and we need it in our own time and so funnily enough yesterday for example you know I felt really foggy really out of it my stomach started to feel like a bit ugh and you know my housemates are off doing their thing like you know I'm not spending as much time with them I suppose or in their company because it's not COVID anymore like you know we're not being trapped together we're not experiencing the intensification of you know just one solid human being that's our pillar we're now going from like kind of this attachment style of like I need you in order to survive to now moving away from that of like oh like I get to spend time with other people and that can also be really jolting because it's like I now have the freedom to expand my horizons but for some reason I just want this person so anyway we were on the beach yesterday and I literally just like put my head in her lap and I just like cuddled up to her and I was like I don't know why I feel like I need this but I just need this to regulate my eyes had gone really funny I was struggling my vision was struggling um I just felt really out of my body and out of the environment. And I started thinking about food again, like what food's going to help this? And then I moved into a place of connection, like actually what my body needs is to feel held and safe and connected to someone that I feel really safe and connected with. Even if they're not that fucking solid pillar anymore and that kind of, that reliance and that survival um, body, I suppose, they're, they're now like it's now a choice to spend time with them and I choose we both choose and when I did that for like 10 minutes and I shut my eyes and I let myself be nourished and nurtured and cared for within like fucking like honestly like five minutes I already started to feel better my vision started coming back the clarity in my head started coming back the excitement for the evening started coming back it was like my whole state shifted you know, before that, I was thinking, oh, I don't want to go out. It's going to be a shit night. I, you know, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to feel good. And then literally coming into a place of connection and actually moving out of this this state of shrinking and um, disconnection and moving into the connection of my choice brought regulation. It literally changed my state. It shifted my state radically. And so we can look to the environment like this as well. And this is no good, no bad, no bad. It's just learning, right? Because wherever you are in your nervous system, you're going to thrive and survive in different ways. And so like on the Isle of Wight, I get all the peace and quiet that I need. I have the baths. I have the sanctuary that I need in order to listen to the whispers more, to listen to my symptoms more. I have the clarity to focus purely on my business because there's no, there's like such little stimulation and and a hypervigilance going on because there's no threat. I'm literally in a small town. I'm in a familiar environment, which you could say, nor good, nor bad. You know, I'm in a familiar environment, which, you know, has brought so many gifts, but also so much trauma and, and sadness and pain. Um, and I have my dogs there and, you know, I, there's, there's a security there. You know, my mum will go food shopping, you know, 
periodically and she will think about me when she's out and she will check in on me and you know I have a bed to sleep in and I have home comforts and I don't have to worry about rent and I don't have to feel the pressure of life on my back I can actually go home and even if some of the comments that I made are uncomfortable I know that I can keep myself safe in them and in an optimally this environment provide something that I need at a specific time in my life when I need to recharge when I need to do some deeper processing when I just need to feel like no pressure and some people could really judge that some you know some people could be like oh you're not like constantly like trying to like you know manifest and rebuild your environment and like blah 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 blah. and that's true like you know you could probably look at me and be like oh she keeps returning into old habits but also as well I'm listening to my body right who knows what could happen right but all I know is in those moments I want to go home for whatever reason and every time I go home I learn something else I learn why I want to be there and why I don't and so then when I came to Brighton I hadn't seen my friends in like two months you know my housemates had gone through a whole process their whole process of coming out of lockdown with uni with work and you know I, my other friends as well were in uni dealing with that stress had come out, you know, I then, I've been reconnecting with just people that have always just made Brighton feel like home, and I've been so fucking busy, I've been so busy reconnecting, that it has again shown me and, and um, taught me a lot, because it's very, very easy for me to get sucked into that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's very easy to then move away from this body, this like mindful body intention, this like this mind body action or mind body heart action, you know, every day of like, okay, what does my body need? What does my body need? And it's until the symptoms start kicking in where you're like, oh, okay, I'm really fucking tired. Why is that? Not because my body's broken, but because actually, if you look at my actions over the last six days, I've literally been like, so desperate for connection from the people that I love so dearly that I've kind of been abandoning myself in other ways the urges have been so great that they've overridden the quiet and the the peace and the balance that I'm always striving for and this is why it's really important to look at our environments and see actually what's creating this hypervigilance what's creating this environment like of potentially unsafety like not like fucking traumatizing like great capital t things like you know all these things that can happen anywhere i'm talking about the like the car noises i'm talking about the weather i'm talking about the 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 sheer amount of people i'm talking about the conversations i'm talking about the smells and the fumes you know i'm talking about all the things that as a human being being stripped from of our biology and thrown into a modern society a modern environment where we're constantly consuming 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 and not really being and having our feet on the ground every day and living that kind of that primal existence that we were here to do back in a timeline I'm not saying that was meant but we definitely have features that suggest that we would definitely thrive from going back there (laughs) living there Um, otherwise we wouldn't be dealing with all this illness and sickness and disease in the world then you know we then have to um, be very self-aware of what we need and this is where this kind of idea of you know 
abundance or manifestation or just sheer desire and self um, connection comes in because when we start to tap into the body in any environment and notice what we need and allow ourselves to move with the waves of our being and our rhythm and not force ourselves to be linear and static um, like we are led to believe we can then start to manifest from a place of like okay I have things going on in my body right now there's no doubt about that like you know I'm not someone that can go out every day and work nine hours a day on my feet and then go out in the evening and socialize with friends and then go have intimacy with someone and then get up the next day at six o'clock and do it all over again or you know or you know all these things that like we see just the quote-unquote average human being doing because you know we see ourselves as different and actually we're not like we're all just living out our lives like what we know how in this moment um we can then start to tap into what we need far clearer because it's very easy to get lost in in this kind of dis-ease of I don't know what I want I don't know what my body needs I feel chronically unsafe I feel chronically unmet and unheard and unseen like I don't know what I need I need to escape I need to collapse I need to die basically I'm gonna die that's that's kind of how it goes from a very nervous system basic survival state I suppose like you know it's, it's just very I suppose black and white in that way um and goodness I keep losing my train of thought um and so I keep saying and so as well lol um you know what can we do in order to support and have value in our non-linear being our non-linear humanness well we what we do is we start to attune we start to gradually move each day we start to uh, remove the judgment and the blame off our bodies and we start to grow compassion in and then out and then we start to see like actually I can I can be myself I can be truthful I can be soul driven even if my body is taking a bit longer to catch up but what does my body need in order to allow her to gradually catch up okay well She doesn't want to be restricted on an island where she's away from people that she loves. And she also doesn't want to be in a grand city where, you know, her body is clearly telling her this is too much. And every time she then doesn't do too much, she then goes back into a place of dorsal and freeze and feels that she can't work her business because she just needs to sleep. What's the balance in between that? What is in between that that I believe that I can't have? And why is it that I believe that I can't have it? Why is it believe? you know what is in the middle that then could bring this this um this peace and this gentleness and this grace but also challenge our comfort zones to expand slightly at your own timeline at your speed at your rhythm because it's all about you i'm sorry as much as people will be like you know in this instance like you have to start doing things on your timeline it's exhausting constantly trying to meet society or meet the people in your lives it won't happen the more you force the more your body will go back into a place of dorsal and freeze because of course like you know what outcome is that gonna bring what are you gonna learn by forcing not a lot 
if anything, you're going to bounce around like I have done for the last five years, back and forth, back and forth, this supplement, that supplement, getting skin, going around in circles, living out my trauma loop continuously. And, you know, I don't regret it. I don't blame place blame on it because it's, you know, I was literally so chronically unsafe in my body I I had one great urge and I followed that all the time now the perspective and the acceptance has meant that I've grown such an inner capacity to see both or see many perspectives that I can have far more awareness of where these voices and these urges come from and I don't always get it right don't get me wrong but I have to admit like I definitely feel like I can keep myself safe I can look after myself far more I mean I've come back to Brighton for example and I feel if I had you know done six days like I've done these six days a couple of years ago I would have burnt out completely I would have entered into such a a depleted state I'm sure whatever but you know I'm gradually you know I'm very gradually learning about myself and knowing what I need and if I'm tired one day and I don't feel motivated in my business I go well okay, I've learned from that experience, I've overdone it, but also as well, I'm fucking human, like, I want to see my friends, you know, I know that I can replete my state, I know that I trust that the universe is looking after me, I trust my body will come back into a place of balance, and my cells will start responding how they need, let's just sleep, even if, like, I feel a bit shit afterwards, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, everything's collapsing around me, I have these awareness, like, okay, like, what shifts my state, well, movement shifts my state, you know, uh, looking to pleasure and what I'd like to eat moves my state, uh, reaching out to a friend and saying, look, I really actually could do with a cuddle on a walk right now, that shifts my state, um, you know, doing a little bit of meditation to just like really tap into my autonomic nervous system, that shifts my state, going for a walk, placing my headphones, listening to some really calm or even just really upbeat music that allows me to listen to that rhythm rather than like the rhythm of the city that changes my state so it's it's this kind of like it's it's kind of like this really gentle process of just like the more compassion you have the more acceptance you have or the more acceptance you have the more compassion you have and your space starts to grow inside of you that's all I can explain it as it's just like space feels more attainable it's like you can start to hear you can hear the whispers of the body and the heart again where it literally was so overrun before in a body that was just so chronically unsafe and so traumatized and so fixed on being this linear this linear state all the time and so I don't really know what this podcast explained but it was just more like a a download I suppose that you know we're non-linear human beings we're allowed to move we're allowed to evolve we're allowed to go back into states of dorsal in order to protect ourselves and uh, calibrate as such like we're allowed to move to the rhythm of our bodies and not necessarily enter that victim state and then burn and crash and fail no we're allowed to go into hiding we're allowed to go into dorsal and then we're allowed to regulate again and enter back into the world in any given moment it's about tapping into what you need it's about looking to your environment and being like okay I've been following this urge for a long time why what's beneath that and then what can I actually believe I can have where's this belief system coming from why do I believe it has to be an extreme why can't I have in between and so a perspective for you is that I would have never ever considered living on my own these last few years I would have never ever considered living out of the city 
I would have never ever considered um, or even believed that I could afford my own rent and like support myself and that I could have it easy and you know I just wanted you know I constantly relied on the security of others which is fair and so needed but I've also seen the response of my body and I'm like well actually when I live in this environment and when I imagine myself in this environment a balance between living on my own being connected to the city being connected to my friends being able to visit my mom and then living in this like place of just like a mix between nature and city of spaciousness I get to be the person that I want to be I get to be how I want to be I get to I get to to have the space and the inner peace and the the business and the desires that I want because I'm making a conscious choice I'm making a choice to move out an environment that I know has has been traumatic for a lot of my life and has been kind of the root or the stem of of a lot of my actions and choices in this life thus far but I'm also then not putting myself in such an unsafe and dangerous situation where I feel like I have to constantly meet the pace of the city and make this rent and force myself to be what I'm not no I I get to now make a choice actually I want to live outside of the city but be connected enough to nature and the city where I can then come in to see my friends and make those conscious choices of who I surround myself with and what I drink and how I get home and you know what my week looks like instead of bouncing between two environments that clearly have offered so much information as to what does and what does not serve so on that note I send you so much grace and so much love thank you so much for tapping in I've loved this um the beach is now getting busy and it's just a pleasure to be here with you allowing myself and pouring myself into something that a lot of the time feels very unnatural and very weird and very (laughs) uncoordinated and structured because it relies on me and my alignment and my energy is my choice and therefore in that I'm learning to distinguish between social events and all these things that really do affect how I feel the next day and this week I've definitely let my hair down I've definitely felt things that aren't desirable but I know it's temporary and I'm not going to hate myself for it because I'm fucking human and so are you and we get to do it on our timeline and we get to learn from ourselves all the time and we get to gradually make those choices and you know reach for those desires in in a way that feels true to us no matter where it comes from no matter where you know you are in your nervous system health you will recalibrate you will start to value different things you will start to hear those whispers louder it's literally just that act of devotion it's that act that literally reclaiming your devotion to yourself every day in all the messiness in all the you know uncomfortability like I'm not saying it doesn't get to be easy it's not that at all like it does get to be easy but my soul my soul believes I didn't it didn't it wasn't easy 
then obviously reflected that for now but I needed that I needed that experience right I needed that time in order to play out that role and be like wow I don't want to live here anymore you know we we all need to live out those urges and those desires and belief systems to learn from them like otherwise then we aren't being true to ourselves right because we're really disregarding and neglecting a really very potent part of our existence that needs love and nurturance and compassion so I send you so much love and grace look after you and I hope you've learned something over here or just felt really safe and supported in this space as always and I look forward to uh, talking to you again soon much love to you bye